Welcome to the Real Relationship Toolbox Podcast with hosts and marriage service technicians, Cliff and Andrea Riley. The Rileys are TV hosts, life coaches, trauma healing facilitators, relationship instructors, biblical counselors, authors, bloggers, and licensed ministers. They have a passion for marriages and families that was birthed from the struggles they faced during their early years together. Their mission is to equip relationships with the tools to go to distance. This dynamic duo is open, honest, and transparent as they share their insights. Hey, and so welcome to our very first episode of Ask the Rileys. And this is a new forum that we came up with, and I think it's going to be really good. This is an opportunity for people to write in and ask the, the questions that have been stumping them, you know? So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really helpful. Yeah. Uh, this is new. And I'll be honest with you, <laughs> I'm kind of nervous about doing this. Really? Yeah, because it's so new. Um, this is something we've never done before, but hey. But I mean, but we, maybe we haven't done it in a podcast form, but yeah, that's what people I mean. ask us questions all the time. Yeah, I know. All the time. I mean, this is this is what we do. Uh, yeah, it you is. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. well, our very first question comes in from somebody who attended our workshop, our blended family workshop recently, mm-hmm. and uh, followed up and emailed us and said, okay, what do you do when extended family members speak negatively about the step-parent to the children? So I kind of jotted down a few thoughts, want to know what you think about it and get your take on it. So of course, you know, if anybody comes to us, obviously they already know the first thing we're going to say. Pray. Absolutely. If they don't want to hear about prayer, then they might as well go ask the Johnsons or somebody else. But if they come to us, they already know that's what we're going to start off with because that's what we do, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what I kind of jotted down was, all right, oh, actually, so I have a few options. And I kind of went from what I thought was the best case scenario, Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes the best case scenario doesn't always present itself and you, you wouldn't be prepared for some other options. True. So either way, doesn't matter which one of these that you might end up doing, either way, prayer is going to definitely precede any of it. Um, because really, you, you're going to want to pray um, because you're going to always ask God first, is there any truth to it? You know, we always tell people about Seek first to understand and then to be understood. You know, that quote from Stephen Covey that anybody that's been in anything we've been to, anything that we present, obviously they, they will have heard that. So we're going to just apply that principle, right? Right, right, right. But, the, you know, the thing is, though, and you know, you and I both know, the one thing that we always come across is that that prayer thing. It's it always been like a hindrance, you know, and and if we can get the people to pray first, even ask God what to do, that's the first hurdle. You know, I mean, you and I know that it worked for us. And we wouldn't tell anybody to do anything that we haven't done. True. And that we are still doing. Exactly. So. Yeah, I like that. Because when you said hurdle, that's good. Because I got an image of, like, when you're running a race now, you know, of course, you ran track and field. So when you deal with hurdles, um, it's not just going to be one hurdle and then you just run through the finish line and you're done. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's going to be a series of them, but that'll at least get you started. Yeah. So what I jotted down was, so ask God if any portion of whatever the statements that the person made, is any of it true? Just really wanting to find out because maybe even if it's just one little ounce if if you have just one ounce and a big old gallon full of whatever they might have said, out of 128 ounces, if one ounce of it is true, what in it, you, you want to know what that truth is. Because 
um, their perspective is probably based on something that they perceive as being true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you got a point there. Um, but you know how truth is, though. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it can. It can. And that's a, that's a good reason why you should pray. Because mm -hmm. if you pray, then God will really put you in a place where you can hear truth and deal with truth and accept truth. So it's not just about um, praying so that you can go tell the other person your truth and help them to be prepared, right? Yeah. But you also, by the same token, you want them to be able to be prepared to hear what your perspective and where you're coming from and what your angle is by the same token to do unto others, right? Right, right. What you want them to do unto you. So you got to be prepared to do the same thing as well, right? Yeah. Okay. So I also kind of jotted down. Um, so praying to be able to actually see things from their perspective, even if um, you don't have to agree with their perspective. It's not about whether or not you agree and you think everything that they say is 100% correct. That's not really the point. The point is to hear them out, to understand why they felt that way. Yeah, and we got to keep in mind too that is their perspective, mm -hmm. and even though we may have a different perspective, but their perspective may be their reality and their truth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so we need to respect that just the same as we want them to respect our perspective, right? And how we see things. Exactly. You know. So. Exactly. So, all right. So here's option one. This is I. I'm sure you probably agree with this. I'm thinking the best case scenario would be for the biological parent, whichever side is on, to be the one um, to go and confront. I'm not going to say confront. I, I, oh, I wrote down. Address. Address the situation with their family member versus, so if it's, in, all right, so say if it's your family that says something about me, then you should be the one to actually go and address your family members. Yeah. Versus me going to go and, and give them my two cents. Actually, that would be the best case scenario. And from my, well, that's the way I'm thinking. How you feel about that? Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. Even though address sound nicer because sometimes, almost a lot of times it can be like a confrontation. Mm -hmm. And you know, and like for me, I'm you know the type of person, and you know, and even now, I I'm not. Uh, like a, a confrontational person, mm -hmm. you know. So, but I agree, the biological parent needs to address that situation. At least they should be the one. And all of our training and everything that we read, and the years that now that we've been dealing with blended families, uh, that's the way it's, it's supposed to be. That the biological parent should be the one to address this, you know, situation. Okay. And I, I jotted down something that you said, because um, you said about confrontational. Because we can confront people without being confrontational. That doesn't mean we have to go there to be contentious. And hopefully the prayer will give you that opportunity. If you feel some kind of way, if you feel something ugly or you feel something that's not settled or anything negative, it'll help you kind of squash some of that because really some of that that you're feeling you can really uh just give that to the lord yeah. in prayer you can talk about it to him you can just release it to him first you yeah. don't have to unleash it on the person you can unleash it to the lord because he can handle it right and that goes back to the beginning what we were saying pray first you know like you know how the word said you keep your mind stayed on him he will keep you in mm -hmm. perfect peace and so when you go in a situation like that where you will have to address an extended family member, at least if you have some peace about it and everything, and then if, if some truth about it, you know, the whole situation, um, you know, the word teaches how to speak the truth in love. And, and, and I know sometimes that's kind of, you know, hard to do because, you know, we're dealing with different perspectives, different personalities. So... Yeah, so that's all the more reasons why we need to pray first before we Yeah, and you know what? And then I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about, so 
That's what, because when you said speak it, the truth in love, and quite frankly, we don't, we may not always feel that love towards our in-laws or who, whoever the person might be, they, that extended family member. That might not be something that we would necessarily feel, especially if we've had negative interactions with them. So if you want to have the hand, so who were, if it were your family, you know your family is great and wonderful. We don't really have any issues like that. But just saying, so say if it were your family, and it would be easier for you to go and speak to your family and love most likely than it would be if we've had negative things because they're not my blood relatives. They're not my, you know, my biological family. We haven't had this long history and life of, oh, we grew up, we were there for each other or whatever, um, even though maybe you don't either. But um, it, it's more likely that if, if you go and confront them, you have, um, it'll probably go better. It's a good chance. Right. And you know, it's, it's truth in that because that was real for us. I mean, remember when I had to address my mother, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, you know, dealing with my daughter, you know, and you was the stepmom and everything, but I had to address my mother. And of course, I love my mother. But I had to address that. But once I did address it, and or confront it, however you want to name it or call it, but once I did that, though, uh, it just changed her perspective, and also it 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 gave her a, a level of respect, just for me, mm-hmm. but also for you as well. Mm-hmm. You true. know, and even though. She didn't particularly at that time like it when I addressed her because, you know, the comment that she made afterwards. But the Lord worked it out, though, whereas you became special to her because now she started coming to you for whatever she was doing in, in her ministry and everything, asking you for advice and, and, and look at papers and all that kind of stuff and everything. But also she stayed kind of stay out of our family, you know, whatever that we was dealing with, as far as the blended family, whatever dynamics that we was dealing with, dealing with, she let us handle it. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So, so anyway, that's, good. okay. Now here's what I came up with. I kind of have some steps. Let me see, I have A through J, I jotted down. And these are rule of thumbs, and this is not limited to blended family issues. This is what I was thinking about as I was jotting them down. It's not really limited to that. This can go for any kind of situation that, that we might need to confront. But blended families just kind of add a, an extra dimension to it. It kind of, sometimes it can add a little bit extra tension yeah. that might not be in other situations. Okay, so first for A, I put be calm. So if it's a biological, so again, this is option one and the biological parent is going to address that extended family member that's spoken negatively to the child or children. So be calm. So prayer help that. Um, go with an open mind. We've already discussed that. And this is key right here. I'm going to put an asterisk because this is, oh my gosh, this manifests so often. Give the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Don't just assume that this because your child or your children came and said, blase, 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 that that is the gospel. That is the truth. And that's it. It was like the Ten Commandments. It was written in stone. God said it. And it's not like it came right out of the mouth of God. So especially, I think about the situation that you were just referring to. And at that time, you know, our oldest kid, she was a teenager. And you know, that that should that tell you something right there. Right there. I mean, so you definitely cannot take everything for face value just because somebody reported that that's what was said. And and oftentimes in blended families, there's such room for people to be able to um paint negative pictures. Yeah. So um about the quote unquote like the evil stepmother or you know 
that type of thing. So it's it's so easy and it's room. So if you, in our case, all that the negativity stemmed from um, it was basically rebellious teenage situations and was going from one trying to play one end against the other. Yeah. So you can't just automatically assume that that was what the person said. You can't automatically assume that that was the context because maybe the person might have said those words, but the context is really important. So at least go given the benefit of the doubt that maybe they didn't actually say it or maybe if, if that is what they said, is that what they really meant? Mm. So I think that's really key going with that kind of open mind because if somebody came in to address something that we reportedly said, we would want that same respect. Give me a chance to don't just come and attack me like you know I said it and you know what I meant and I meant something evil by it and and I had bad intentions when I said it or whatever. Don't don't come at me like that. So again, then we don't want to go with other people like that. Right, right. And but that still goes back to for the the biological parent to address it. And it goes back to um Prayer, what we mentioned, but also the first number A, be calm. Mm -hmm. Because if I wasn't calm when I, you know, mm -hmm. addressed mm -hmm. my mother, right, it could have escalated to something where really she right. couldn't see or understand my perspective, and also where I was coming from that this is my marriage. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and because of the question, what did you do when, you know, you have, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing now, problems with the extended family or when they, you know, uh, intervene or say things or whatever. Um, it's important, number A, for, for number one, to pray, but number two, to be calm when you go to address the extended family and everything. Because if you don't, if you come off like, you know, hey, well, you know, you shouldn't have did that, or you shouldn't have. How said dare that. you? How dare you? How you gonna like be that? all saying? Yeah. You know, then that throws the benefit out the doubt, out the window, mm -hmm. really. But like you said, that is keto, giving the benefit of the doubt, though. Right. You know, but the thing is, is though, that's why we have to pray so, you know, we can get to the truth, and also giving the benefit of the doubt, let us explore. Let us really investigate, you know, of what really what is the really issue, what really was said, or what really happened, and everything. And for us to, you know, look within ourselves and also also help the, the extended family member because the bottom line is we're still family. Mm -hmm. You know, true. so that's true. All right, then I have G. So release negative emotions and offenses. Um, scripture tells us to cast our cares on Jesus. Mm. So you got to think about like what is your motive and what is your goal for the conversation? Why are you going there? Are you going to address, well, I'm saying going there, assuming you do it in, per did it in person, it might be over the phone, but why are you initiating a conversation? Is it just so you can tell the person off and, put the person in their place and, you know, straighten them out and set the record straight. Is it that, or just to give them a piece of your mind? Is that really your goal and your, the end result? Or do you really want to clear things up to, uh, if it's division or strife, do you want to get rid of the division? Do you want to get rid of the strife? Do you want to bring reconciliation? Do you want, to bring understanding. If, there, if something was misunderstood, something was said that was hurtful um, and it was based on some false perception, well, do you want to clear up the perception? Mm -hmm. What is it that you want to do? So if you think about the end result, and if your end result is not right, if what your end goal is not right, then you need to continue to pray before you do it. You need to be able to pray until you can go with the right motives and intents and until then you don't need to be confronting anybody well yeah that's that's, that's just my that's my take on it. that's true and 
you know, to be honest with you, even though that happened years ago, to be perfectly honest with you, though, be honest. What? Um, Come on, bring it. Say it. (laughs) What? What happened? I don't care how many years ago. I just want to know the truth. No, go ahead. No, no, but for real, when I went and, you know, addressed my mother, and, you know, thank God that she was the only one in my family that I had to really uh, address, you know, the situation. But I didn't know what my motives were. I didn't know what my end goals were. All I knew is that you can't talk about my wife like that. She's not here. And, well, I put it this way. My only thing I could think of is that I have to defend my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really think about, the, you know, the end goal or, like, I just want us to be all big, happy family and everything like that. My first thing was, to defend my wife, and I was, you know, emotionally, I was really upset about it mm-hmm. and everything, because the way things transpired after that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. But, you know, after I got, after, after, after I started speaking with her and everything, but then I thought, of, you know, I thought about, you know, well, you know, she is the grandmother, she is my mother, and, and, I thought about that. I wanted her, my mother, and you to have a good relationship afterwards. You know, after I started speaking with her and everything, even though my goal was still to let her know this is my wife and my marriage comes first now, you know. And so I was able to to defend you. But also, one of the things I, you know, I let her know is that I know you. I know your character. I know your integrity. Now, if you wasn't a person of integrity or good character, it would have been hard for me to do that. But because you're my wife and I know you, mm-hmm. so I know I knew what the truth was. I knew that whatever happened, whatever was said, wasn't the truth. Put it that way. Okay. You know. Well, okay. Key thing, though. Because that's, that's natural. What you just said is a totally natural response. How many years ago was that? Because we've been married almost 30 years, so it's been almost 30 years, right? Almost 30 years, yeah. So 29 years ago, we weren't even praying. We didn't even know about prayer. Mm-hmm. We needed somebody to come tell us to pray. Where was the Raleigh's back then when we yeah, needed I didn't even know how to pray. <laughs> right. So yeah. we didn't know the things that we knew and so. And that's why nobody back then wasn't coming asking us nothing because we didn't know. But now, all these years later, with the experience under our belts, so we want to give people the advantage of what we've learned the hard way. So they don't have to go through things the hard way. So your particular instance, it did work out. You did set the record straight. After that, it it never came up again. Um, And particularly, and that closed the door for the whole um, teenage play one against the other. It closed all those doors. Um, But again, so back then, we didn't have the wisdom that we have now. So so if somebody's coming to us now, we're not going to just refer back to, we can refer back to how we felt and what we, you know, we can relate to them. But we know some things, the way we handle them, were not the best ways. Right. That's why we got. Right. That's really why we got involved with dealing with marriages in the first place. Right. Because all the different things that we struggled through, and we didn't have good advice. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't have good information. We didn't have wisdom. Whatever those things were, mm-hmm. and we struggled. So yeah. when we finally got past some of these struggles and figured some stuff out, it was like, oh snaps! Somebody could just told us that. Yeah. If somebody just told us, then we wouldn't, it didn't have to be all that. So it's like we didn't want to watch people do the same stuff we did, the same dumb stuff or the same things that we did out of ignorance. Yeah. Why are we going to let somebody else do yeah. it once we learn? So so that's I think, is one of the unique things about where we are in life right now. Um, we're at the place where we can look back and remember all that stuff and know how it feels and, and people can relate to us. Because 
we know how we felt when we went through a lot of the same things. Mm -hmm. We haven't forgotten that. Mm -hmm. But now we have the wisdom from being the ages that we are and being married as long as we have and gotten as many victories and, you know, all, all that we've done. Um, not saying that we got it all perfect, but, you know, so yeah. we, we have more now to offer, you know? Yeah, and and keep in mind, this me dealing with myself, all the stuff that was going on inside me, you know, uh, the shame, the guilt. Okay, wait a minute, you about to, that's about to, that's going to have to be the next that's going. That's a podcast yeah, right there. But we can't even. Oh, yeah. You about but, to open up? A, <clears throat> but see, worms. that's that's the whole thing, though. Even what we're talking about right now, um, in terms of, you know, what needs to be done when you're dealing with extended family, you know, extended family members and everything, and 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 it has to be on the biological parent. But if the biological parent is also dealing with a lot of stuff internally. And everything mm -hmm. could have a big impact, or how, or if, even if they address the extended family member, you know what I mean. Well, but that's the that's the reason why they need to, the the prayer part. That's what we always tell people to do it together. So if they the, the prayer part and that support, um, even talking it through, um, because a lot of times if, if it was so, you think about it. So this particular question, so. In this the, the scenario there, so if I'm the person that was talked about in, in the question that we got, if I'm that person, well, I'm probably going to feel some kind of way more than you because they actually talked about me. So if you upset about it, how much more is, am I probably going to be upset? But if we come together and we can balance each other out, we can pray for each other, we can talk to each other, we can you know, talk each other off the ledge or whatever, I'll, uh, kind of help get some of the the unnecessary stuff, the stuff right. that is not going to really help getting our own emotions and our own feelings. We can help get, get each other, get all that stuff out the way before the conversation happens. Because again, we got to look at what the end goal is. So if we take all that angst and all that whatever we have going on, is that going to help us get to our end goal? Now, if our end goal is just, I just want to tell you how I feel, well, then, okay, well, then we, you know, you don't need us. You can just go and confront the person on your own. You ain't got, you don't need wisdom. If all you want to do is just, you know, but, right. but then you're going to probably just be prepared that more than likely that person will tell you how they feel too. So yeah. just be ready. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I still think it still depends on where both. I'm talking about the marriage now, where, where both people are, you know, because you're right, like you said, you know, the, the step parent, they could be upset and, you know, and, uh, and feel like they, they running against hitting a brick wall and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, and then the biological parent, they could feel torn, feel torn because here I have my marriage here, but they have my family here. And you know, and they and they're struggling with that, especially like I said, like with mm -hmm. me having a lot of stuff going on. So I, I just want this to, mm -hmm. you know, just make mention of that because that is key. Because over the years, and you know, it took me to really get delivered from a lot of things, though. Uh, you know that I don't want to go into a whole new subject. Or anything yeah, like I know that, because but, that, yeah. But you know, that's from about four, previous, five. We yeah. can do about four or five. Ten. We might be able to do like a whole series of podcasts on that. Yeah. <laughs> really. But anyway, all right, well, let's get to the answer. So, all right. Um, be calm, be open-minded, give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, realize that, okay, I put, did I read this? Okay, realize that negative emotions and offenses, okay, um, cast your cares. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, E. Be willing to show humility and accept responsibility when applicable. Because, of course, everybody that comes and asks a question and comes for help, you know, they're always going to come from the angle of, I'm the innocent bystander. I did nothing. I am 100% pure. I, I contributed nothing. They just made up the whole story. Um, I don't know where they would get this information, why they would think this about me. Mm. 
you know, we, we always come from the angle like, oh, well, you know, woe is me. But if be prepared. Be prepared that maybe the same way we said that maybe something that the other person might have said might have been taken out of context. Or, you know, maybe it, it, it was said in a different way. Well, whatever. Um, well, just be prepared that maybe something we said, maybe we did mm. do something. Maybe we have certain actions um, that could lead somebody to, to feel a certain way. It might just be our some quirks in our personality or body language. Could be all kinds of things that could be perceived a different way. So just um, understand that it could be something that you may need to own up for, whether you, so in, in this case, so say it was you, you might have to own up to something or you might have to own up to, yeah, my spouse does do that. Yeah, they do, you know, and I'm just coming off the top of my head. So say, if you say, well, well she don't like us. She don't like, she, she can't stand us. She can't even stand being married. Every time we come over there, she's either gone or she's walking out the door. Well, that could be a true fact. That could be true. Maybe it could be all kinds of reasons. It could just be a coincidence. Yeah, but I, you got to own up and be able to say, oh, well, I didn't. So sometimes you might say, well, you know, I didn't realize that, that I was just getting out your way. I figured y'all wanted to spend time together. And I didn't think you wanted me in the way. Or, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it might be some truth. It just might be some truth that might give people a certain perspective. Um, so you just need to be able to acknowledge it. Yeah. And 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 so if it were your so if, if your mom so our case that particular example it was that really was just teenage. Playing one against the other. That's just what teenagers do. When they want to get their way, they you know, want to be rebellious or whatever, and they try to do whatever they can do to get their way and whatever. So I hadn't really she wasn't really being mistreated. I hadn't done anything to her. So it wasn't anything that was said that you could say, Well, yeah, well, she did she was yelling at her. And so so she maybe that she did really hurt her feelings. Maybe she needed to go back and apologize. And, you know, so even though she was wrong, she probably, even though the child was wrong, probably the way she, well, my spouse uh, yelled at her, you know, probably did really hurt her feelings. So she could have said what she said. Maybe she could have said it another way. Be, be, be willing to show enough humility to say, okay, the way she said it really wasn't right. She did, you know. She could, you know, next time it'd probably be a better way of saying that. Yeah. Except yeah. that it's, it, it could go both ways. And that's when people know humility comes before honor. Mm. So when you show humility that I, I hear what you're saying and I understand why you feel that way. Even if you don't agree with it, you don't have to agree with it to understand how somebody feels. You don't, that's not saying, oh yeah, well, you think that they're mean and yeah, they are mean. I agree they are mean. It doesn't have to be that. It's just, I understand how it, it how you can feel that they're mean. Even if I disagree, you can say, oh, my spouse is the nicest person on earth when you get to know him or her. Yeah, yeah. But I understand why you felt that way. But see, that goes to our, our favorite quote. By Stephen Covey. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. Exactly. And if anybody's ever come to anything we've ever done, any teaching, any workshop, any whatever, I know they've heard that quote. Yeah. Counseling session, whatever it is. Oh, actually, ha, 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 Okay, well, that's G, but I'm going, I'm, I don't want to skip past F. Well, I'm going to go to G because G is seek first to understand. Is the statement true? Eliminate the potential for manipulation by the kids. So just find out, is it really, did this really happen? Did you really say blah, blah, blah? Or did you really blah, blah, blah? Don't just, yeah, so, but that's, um, that's G. All right, I'm going back to F. 
So if I put down, write out your thoughts, questions, and thoughtful responses that would, I have in all caps, help the situation, not add fuel to the fire, and, and have clear examples ready. So if they say, say if the thing is, um, you know, so say if it was Andrea, she can't stand, she, she, she hates us, she sold me, she hates up the kids, she hates the family. Now, this wasn't our case, but I'm just saying. So if that were, yeah, she hates everybody. She's just a mean, nasty woman, and she hates everybody, and, and she don't want to be around people. And okay. And she looked down her nose at people, whatever. So if that was what was reportedly said, then you can have illustrations. So to my point, you can have illustrations of, well, no, she really um, isn't a mean person. Um, so some of the times she, you know, she's been really sick. And so some of the times when she's whatever, whatever, um, she might not always smile or be real jovial, but she's really a kind-hearted person. She really, she prays for y'all every day. She really does. She she has concerns. She asks me about you. She asks me how you're doing. Um, when I came and I, the fruit basket that came from me when you were sick, she sent that fruit basket. She just put my name on it. So I have some clear examples, you know, of why it's to, why you don't agree or why your perspective. Have clear examples to be able to say, you no. Know, um, if, if the kids are saying, well, they're so mean, they're so mean, she's so mean. Well, no, well, uh, she makes sure that the kids get to, uh, takes them to all these different places, all these meetings they have to go to, goes to the school, go, goes to the parent-teachers conference, takes them where they need to go. Um, make sure, always making sure that, so just have examples instead of just saying, well, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, be, be ready to share. Have and think it out first, because sometimes, you know, you have those conversations when um, when you leave, you're like, oh, I should have said, I, I could have told him, oh, man, I, I, I should have told him. So if you think that stuff out ahead of time, then you can tell them. Yeah, yeah. And I hate this. Well, I don't know if this sounds right, but it's good to plan. Why would that sound right? You, you know, yeah. I mean, because why, why wouldn't you want to plan? It, well, because that's how you get to your goal. That's the true. end result true. is not just to have an argument or just to tell somebody off, but the end result is to bring understanding. Then if, if that's your goal, why not plan? Because you can't just assume it's going to automatically. Um, and I'm saying it's good. It's good to plan. I didn't know if that was you know. No, no, but I, I like but that. I like that. We just, got that down. Yeah. But it's just, it is good to plan, though, because you think about it. If you if you don't write it down or record your thoughts of what you want to say, by the time you do get to that situation or confront or address that person, everything that you thought that you wanted to say, you forget. You know how you might get blank, mm -hmm. you know. And I hate to use this word, but sometimes you know how people say you had a a brain fart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but but that is so true. It happened to me so many mm -hmm. times. So, mm -hmm. you know, I have all the stuff that I was thinking, all the stuff that I know. And and believe me, I, I'm i I'm good for not writing stuff down. Like, when it comes to a situation like that, they would ask the question, well, give me an example. Well, they may not um, ask for an example. They'd just be saying, well, no, because they just be, yeah, because this happened and that happened and the other thing happened. And, and, and you don't have nothing ready because one of those things can throw you off. Today well, I had a brain fart. Somebody asked me, literally, I'm not even kidding. They asked me for my phone number. They were trying to verify our account. They asked me for my phone number. I could not remember. I I, I just remember the last three, the last four digits. So, <laughs> so if you're in, and I had no pressure. It wasn't like I was in the middle of anything confrontational. Right. I'm just trying to get some information straightened out on on one of our accounts. Yeah, and I could I literally could not remember my phone number. So. If you're in the middle of a, what could potentially be a heated conversation, yeah, it's very easy to forget yeah, that's true. all the wonderful things you meant to say. <laughs> but the point is, so you, like you said, it is good to, you know, write your thoughts out mm -hmm. and, and have it, you know, 
He's one of that, even if it's just in bullet points. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Know, that's, Absolutely. You don't have to be a whole that's, that's, that's a good practice. You don't have to write the whole movie. But right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The, the main points of why you disagree your perspective on what you believe that they said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, H. Okay. Oh, so... So, so G was um, seek first to understand, um, and then so ask is this, to find out if the statement was true. Um, so that way you can eliminate if there's any manipulation by the kids. And then H was if yes, if it were true, um, mm. I I would like to understand your perspective. Why do you feel that way? So say that to them. I would like to understand your before you start explaining. Why is wrong? Okay, so I hear you. So why? I would like to know. Would you please explain to me? And sometimes you gotta kind of like you said, write down what you want to say because you, you know you start feeling some kind of way, something rise up. Right. And other words may come out of your mouth. So if you're playing, like you said, um, and then don't interrupt them. Just let them talk. Just sit there and be like, especially so sometimes, like when, when we get into these discussions and you feel like. You try. You, you have you have a good point you want to make, and you don't want to forget your point. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you stop listening because okay, I just gotta remember this point. I don't, I don't forget. I don't forget. I don't forget. I just wanna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something to that. So sometimes you feel like you gotta go ahead and jump in right then and there. But if you have your points right now, there's no big rush. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Because yeah. So so. <laughs> and, and when you're doing that, you don't listen well. Mm -mm. You know, mm -mm. and I, and I learned this through the uh, you know the trauma healing. Mm -hmm. About listening, you know, listening skills, and that's something that um, I'm I've learned. I'm still learning uh, listening skills. That mm -hmm. is that is so key, especially in a scenario like that when you're in a blended family and you're dealing with an extended family, and you're dealing with children. You know, is to really know how to listen well, listen intently, mm -hmm. intently, and you know, but. That goes back to, like you said, have your thoughts written out and everything. Because right. then they allow, they give you the space to be able to listen well. Exactly. You know? Because exactly. then you got to worry about, if I'm going to forget that, or I, 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 ooh, I just got a point I got to make and everything like that. So. And, and I'm going to add, even if you get a new thought. So as they're talking, you so you might not be able to anticipate every single thing they're going to say or everything you might need to answer with. You might not um, be able to. You might uh, you anticipate whatever you think of, but you never know what they're going to say. So even as you're talking, if if somebody's talking and you're taking notes, that's showing that you're listening. That's showing that you're paying attention. That's showing that you care enough to write it down. Because if you do it the right way, there might be some things that you need to take back to your spouse that you don't want to forget either. Yeah, and, that, and that's good too. And you let them know that you're taking those as well. It's good to let them yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what? I, I hear you. Let me. And sometimes you might tell them, wait a minute, can you just hold on one second? Because you might not want them to go to the next point if you're trying to make sure you got their last thought. Mm -hmm. So I wrote. So just even to say what you wrote. Just to say, I, so it hurts your feelings when you, uh, when they answer the phone and, and you say, how are you? And they just hand me the phone. Okay, I can understand that. Yeah. So just... So you so that okay, and that was not the way that they meant. I, I know them. I know that's not how he meant it, but I I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm going to bring that point right. to them. So and that you, goes all the way back to. I'm sorry, control. Go but that goes all the way back to about giving them the benefit of the doubt because when you're writing stuff down and everything, you you showing them that look, I'm listening to you, and I want to consider everything. So I'm writing this stuff down so. You know, I so I, I can go back later and look at this and really consider everything that you have said. But if I'm not taking notes or writing 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 it down, I can forget some things. Mm -hmm. You know, and and then when you forget those things, you know, you really don't have time to really consider what they're really saying. Really, or your spouse. Or so if you never got back, too. so you you're never going to take it back to them because right. you forget. Yeah, right. True. You know, you forget all along the way. So, if it's something important, you just ask them. Hold on, just one second, because I just I definitely want to 
I want to share this when I get home. So that that so that's validating to people. That's it. That's the key word. Validating. Yeah. 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 So even if, like I said, even if you didn't fully agree, but now you understand why they feel that way. Okay. So yeah, that's worth. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. And then put yourself in the person's place. Um, this is the rest of H. So don't interrupt them. Put yourself in their place. Validate by expressing empathy, even if you don't agree. Okay. Mm. Then we have I. Give clarity if 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 it applies. So then you use your clear statements, um, your examples that you have. And I have use I or we statements. And that's one of the tools that we usually uh, go over with people so not saying what well, you and, and telling people what they think or what they do or what they that. yeah no you 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 think you think you're better than that don't don't tell people what they think you can tell them how you feel well when you do such and such if it, it feels for us it feels like this you're you're saying because obviously your feelings are, are your feelings nobody can argue with that um so you just say this is I statement or we statement. Well, we when when you do this, we hear that, and we we took it that you didn't want to be bothered. That's the way it felt to us. So that's why he leaves every time he knows you're coming over, because it, it felt like um, you uh, he was in the way, so he was trying to get out the way. But that's the way it felt to us. Not well. You act like he's in the way. Don't tell the person what they act like. Tell the person your perspective. Mm -hmm. You know how you feel, right? You can't argue with. You can't tell me I didn't feel something, right? It's like I can't tell you you didn't feel something, right? But um, yeah. So give clarity if you need to, and then um, for Jay, I have seek a peaceful resolution to the matter. Try try to establish cooperation. And scripture says, seek peace and pursue it. So after you talked it all out, you've heard their perspective, you shared your perspective, and now you want to come to, even if everybody doesn't agree with everything everybody said, well, what can we do moving forward? How do we uh, keep this from continuing to be a problem? Or how do we change what's already happened? Or how do we make things better? So, and then hear they hear what their suggestions are, and or come up with things based on what you heard them say. Well, I heard you say, blah blah blah. Well, how about so? You, I heard you say that he he walks out the door as soon as you come over. So how about as soon as COVID is over? How about you come over and um and we just spend some time together? How about if we? Uh, watch the game or play some cards, whatever, or whatever it is. Let's just plan a t- an outing, plan a time to, to do something together. Yeah. Now that we know, now that I understand it, you know, or whatever. So come up with some solutions. That's true. That's true. And one of the <clears throat> one of the key things that, uh, at least I think that we have to watch out for to because, and that's like if we're believers, like you're not believers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we try our best to live by the word mm-hmm. and walk by the word right. and everything. But we also got to keep in mind, it's about relationships too. Because just because we love the word, just because we love God, that might not be necessary for other side. And so, but we need to do all we can do according to the word. And I'm talking about walking in love, uh, being patient, um, uh, you know, uh, being humble. Mm-hmm. You know, all the things that the word tells us to do because um, if we walk in the word and the other side is not, mm-hmm. well, our actions and how we Walk in the world. Other how to say how Jesus? What would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. I know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we just do that, who knows what may happen? Because then we can have them. That can that can help them and say, you know what? You know what? All the stuff that 
I thought about so and so. Let me rethink that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and so when you extend or at least make an attempt to extend your hand, they may also make right. an attempt to right. extend their hand. You give out if you extend the olive branch, they might accept it. They might, yeah. 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 And, and, and prayer and everything and you know. And, and then you so if they had you don't want to reinforce they have a negative stereotype of believers. You don't want to reinforce it. So you want to give them a positive, something right. that's you want to be a, a good ambassador for Christ, really. Right. Um that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good representative. So yeah. Yeah. And also keep in mind that uh Jesus did says, you know, you know, you, you may be persecuted for his namesake as well. Well, I know that's don't nobody want to hear about no persecution. Another, you know, but that's the truth. Don't nobody want to know they don't get persecuted for righteousness' sake. <laughs> Many of the afflictions of the righteous. Was, what we say in the beginning, that's why we need to pray. We need to always pray. And how the word said, we should pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. You know, and what the word said about prayer, that you know that the fervent and effectual prayer availeth much. The righteous availeth much. And, and so that's why we need to keep praying. And if you, you know, married, pray together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I would say two is better than one. Right. And we can strengthen each other. That way at least we won't be at odds, you know, when we pray. And, mm-hmm. and so that goes all the way back again to this praying together praying you know trusting God and you know you know do your best to walk in the word uh and not just look at the, the you know the letter of the law but really the spirit of the spirit of it spirit of it yeah as I'm listening to you I thought about this so then I think about this I didn't have this jotted in my trusty book but think about this. So now you've had this confrontation with your biological family, extended family members. And they pointed out some things. Uh, oh, snaps. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that, that wasn't too kosher. Ooh, well, you know. And now you might go back. Since our case was a little different. Because when you came back, you were just a big time hero. Like, oh, oh, he, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. He defended me, my honor. He told his mother that I was a woman of integrity. And it, 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 it was all wonderful and beautiful. But suppose that those extended family members, but, 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 suppose those extended family members bring up some points that, oh, snaps. You know what? I can't even, or I can't even defend them on that. Yeah, I I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, yeah. So that this is true. This is true. That's so now. So now, when you go back home, or when you hang up the phone, or whatever you did. So now, you got you might have to just be prepared. Both of you need to be prepared that if you come, you might have to come back and say, "Well, my family said this and the other." But this is why. Mm. So again, that's back to that humility. That's back to that praying, like you said, um, because humility comes before honor. So now, are you going to be in the place where, because you, you can go either way, you can go like, oh, oh, so now you're taking your family side against me. Mm. I'm the wonderful step parent that, that decided to be a step parent. To you and all your kids, and now you gonna take their side. I sent you over there to defend me. So now, that's a whole other thing that we need to consider. And um, again, just be open to be able to hear. Hold on a second, but keep in mind when I went to address my mother. See, that's 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 one thing. It's a the big thing was that you didn't send me. 
as soon as that thing broke off, I had to, I just felt compelled that I had to go. So what I'm just, what I'm saying is that it should have to wait to get that point where you have to t ask me, are you going to deal with that? Can you deal with that? That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. That's a really good point. However, but when the question, this particular, this question that came to us, it already yeah. is, is beyond, it was already beyond, right, it was right, already right, to right, the right. point where it, it's too late. So now it, it had gotten past that. So um, it's nice. Yeah, that should go back like free. Was that? So that, that would be, I don't know where, that would go back to an earlier stage. Don't let things get or or moving forward. Next time something happens, don't let it get to the point yeah, where sure. yeah. you are here. But if you're already there, what you gonna do? You can't rewind time. But yeah, that that is a good point to not wait because I didn't even know. Right in our scenario that we brought up, I didn't even know what had been said. I don't even exactly know to this day. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. I don't really know what was. I just know. Who said it, who she said it to, and you, but I don't know what was actually said. I never had a reason to say, well, what she say about me? What kind of lie? What kind of lie she tell on me? I didn't, we didn't go back there. But, so, for this case, but suppose you did go down. Suppose it, the shoe was a little bit different. The shoe was different. <laughs> okay. Suppose when you went to your mom and and you said, well, you know, or, or no, because your mom came to you. That's what happened. Yeah. She came to you saying stuff about me based on stuff that um, our daughter had told her. That's what happened. She came to you. Now, suppose she had come to you with a whole bunch of stuff and you were like, oh, well, yeah, she was kind of, yeah, well, she right. Well, hmm. So you, if you went to go defend me, and then she was like, "No, because I saw her do it. I saw her right, blah 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 blah." And then remember the time, and she came with all these examples, and you was like, "Ooh, yeah, you're right." So now, then you at that point, see, see, you were in the position that whatever she said was just made up. So what she came at you with was a bunch of made up stuff. It wasn't really truth to it. But suppose there were truth to it. Hmm. Suppose I something I was doing was making um, our daughter feel mistreated, and then she went and told her grandmother. Suppose it was something I was doing. So now, what do you do? You, you have to come back. I, I'm saying you have to come back. You're going to have to confront me. Right. You're going to have to tell me. Okay, I went to defend. Situation, try to clear up the situation. I went to try to, you know, get some clarity so we don't continue with this and we, and these statements don't keep being made. We can quiet the storm, and so we actually, I did, I did that because it's really mission accomplished. If you if you agree to go back and talk to your spouse and explain to them why people are upset with them. Why, you know, the things that they weren't in a position to tell them or what have you, then that is bringing peace. That that's, is, that's so true. you really did accomplish your mission. Now you just got to finish carrying it out because you got to go back and say something that you, you're going to have to. So I guess y'all better pray. Well, that, see, I was about to say that. That's all the more reason. Put that down. Step number, insert. Yeah. Okay. Step K. <laughs> but no, but all seriously, uh, really, that's all the more reason why we shout to the mountaintops. Pray together. Mm -hmm. Because when a situation if a situation comes up like that, if you praying together, you will be able to see certain things and hear certain things. Or praying together creates a safe space where you'll be able to, okay, well, you know what? I need to go talk to so-and-so. I need to go back to my spouse, and we need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Well, if, you, if you're praying together, 
Mm -hmm. I put it this way, it'll make that conversation mm -hmm. easier. Right. Put it that way. Yeah. It may be hard, but it'll it, 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 be easier, though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know that sounds kind of crazy, hard, but easier. You know. Well, I mean, I'm saying that it's, everything is going to be different. It's going to be simple and easy. We're not saying that, so right, I agree right. with you. But it still won't be as hard as it could be if you don't pray. Right. It's, it's definitely going to be better. Yeah. It, it can't be yeah. worse. It's definitely going to be better. And um, I can speak to that. A lot of things in our marriage, you know, in the past, if we haven't been praying together, I'll be honest, you, number one, I'm not a confrontational person, but you are. You are. And I'm not speaking in a negative way, but you I'm are. I'm taking it negative. Yeah, you know, I am. But I'm just, you know, I'm just saying this. So, <laughs> I won't, yeah. You know, I don't like all um, stuff in, right. But right. because we pray together, mm -hmm. it's there's not too many things I have to come to you about because you already know at hand. Even in our prayer, if this is something that I'm going through or something uh, that I'm talking to God about, you know, that I uh, that I may feel, and I was maybe not at that point, you know, I'm talking about, you know, in the past, even sometimes, you know, even today, not today, today, but I'm saying even currently, when we pray, there's some things that's maybe heavy on my mind, on my heart, like if I'm exhausted or, or, or things that's going on, because we pray together every day, you already know certain things. You already know some things. And then so if I do come and talk to you, at least you already got half of it already mm -hmm. and everything. But also, us praying together, it'll allow you to have more empathy for me, more compassion, and to really, you know, listen Listen to what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and I pray vice versa. With, mm -hmm. You know, you know, like today, I had to say I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, because of the, mm -hmm. yeah, and I had to right before yeah. this. And I had to let you. Yeah, I had to. Cause I was like, I ain't got to do no podcast, and if that's the case, huh? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, yeah, we need to wrap this up. Um, we do. Well. I wasn't finished. I got more. Okay. Oh, but no, oh, we were just sorry. about done. No, because that would, all that was basically what I had down as option one. That would be the best case scenario. But then option two is because sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. But sometimes the best case scenario doesn't always present itself. Um, option two is the biological parent can address the children. If things are being said to the children, then if, you, if you're not in a position to be able to talk to the person that said it, then you could talk to the children. And But those same things, being calm, being open-minded, getting the uh, benefit of the doubt, that maybe the person didn't mean it that way, or whatever, um, all those things, releasing those negative emotions and offenses, casting your care, all that still applies. So you still would pray, you ask God to show you if any portion of it is true. All of that is still applicable. Um, but now you just might have to do it with the children. That, of course, is going to depend on the age of the children. So the, the situation, the person who um, submitted this question, the kids are all grown. Well, most of the kids are grown. So this is something that you really could, um, you know, they would be able to do it. Now, if the kids were three or four, that would be a different situation. But if they're old enough and they're mature enough, then that's something that can be done. And then option three is that if I put if neither option is feasible, then Christianity 101 says, as much as it is possible with you, live at peace with all men. Mm. And that is Romans 12, 18. So as a believer, do your part. Do whatever you can do to be at peace. Um, you can't make anybody else do anything else, that or but you can control you. You can control what you say. You can control your reactions. That's true. You can you can pray for the person. Just do do whatever you can your part, so that you know that your heart is clear. That it, whatever you had control over, you took control and you did those things. So yeah, and and I know that's even though that's the word. 
I know that's easier said than done. That's all the more reason why I need to pray. <laughs> so really? all came back. <clears throat> Just like Jesus. All came Before back. When he to went pray. to that cross, he had to go pray. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and if he had to go pray, you know, and ask the Father, can you pass this cup? Mm-hmm. That's all the more reason why we need to pray. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, I think we gave people enough. You got plenty to work with. Now, come back with part two. If it don't work out, come back with part two. And we'll see where you landed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see where you landed and, and, and tell you how to, how to get back off the runway. Okay. So, any, any more thoughts? Pray. <laughs> I'm going to keep on saying it. Pray. Pray together. Pray together. Yes, yes, yes. So, we just, at that point then, I guess we just going to close it out. This is our first episode of Ask the Riley. So, I guess we just tell the people how to, okay. So, just visit us online at themarriagetechs.com. And they can stay updated with everything that we're going on that's going on. And we also have a place where they can submit questions to ask the Rileys. Um, or they can ask at our um, email address. They can email them at asktherileys at gmail.com. Or they can please follow us um, on Facebook at Marriage Service Technicians. And on Instagram at Marriage Service Text. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at Marriage Service Technicians. So, now all those ways. Now, you, if you can't reach us after all that, you ain't trying hard enough. <laughs> yeah, this was great, honey. Okay, great. This is, this is great. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hopefully it helps. Yep. So, all right. We'd like to thank all our listeners for tuning in. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Marriage Service Technicians Hashtag MST 30 Day Challenge. We invite you along for a month-long adventure. Join the journey towards transformation in four weeks or less. If you're up to the challenge, then come along for a ride.